Welcome back to the F1 in School Student Life podcast. I'm your host, Panya Trihan. I'm a VC student, blogger, and podcaster, and my personal aim is to provide F1 in School students with the resources and knowledge to reach their full potential, at a team level too, and hopefully pass on that same knowledge to, ne- to the next generation of F1 in School students. This podcast episode is about why you should be less goal-oriented in the F1 in Schools program, why setting goals isn't necessarily bad, and how you can go about achieving goals and reaching the full potential. If you would like to check out more of my content, you can do so on my Instagram, my YouTube channel, or my website. You can also get in touch with me directly if you need specific feedback through Instagram or messages. I really, really hope you find this podcast helpful. And if you do like it, try and pass it on to your fellow F1 school students too. Okay, so in the F1 schools program, we're often told that if we plan out our goals and we smash and we set smart goals, we'll have a higher chance of achieving what we set out to achieve, right? So if we really, really want to win at nationals, we set a goal of winning at nationals and somehow that makes us more likely to achieve the same goal of going to nationals, right? In truth, there is some credibility to the fact that goals can be extremely helpful. They can send you they can provide you with a sense of purpose, they can provide you with a sense of direction and an aim. And it's it's a pretty important aspect of achieving success as an F1 school student or an F1 schools team. So basically in the criteria of teachers, mentors, they will build into you that goals are very, very important, right? But there are a few problems, and I'm, I genuinely believe that these problems aren't addressed, and because they aren't addressed, it causes a lot of problems within teams, and it causes a lot of disappointment, which causes burnout and causes teams to quit. So one of the biggest problems with goals is that almost everyone, um, even the best F1 schools teams or the worst, they all have the same goal of winning. So setting a goal in and of itself doesn't actually do anything. There could be a team that has um, brilliant F1 school students and their goal is to go to Worlds. There could be another team that doesn't have that many skilled F1 school students and their goal is also to go to Worlds. So if team A were to go to um, to to Worlds, it will be clearly evident that the goal wasn't actually what set them apart because the goal is the exact same. There's something else, there's something a little bit deeper that matters. So if you're less goal-oriented, you're actually more likely to achieve success. And weirdly enough, you're more likely to achieve the goals that you you set out earlier on. So you can do this by just setting out a goal, but then completely kind of forgetting about it, if that kind of makes sense. So one thing that F1 school students do a lot is overly, overly, um, overly analyzing their goals, formulating them, writing them down, looking at them on a daily basis, 
telling others about their goals, looking at them again, obsessing over the day that they might be able to achieve that goal. All of this is great, but there's also one more problem. You haven't actually done anything to achieve your goal. And like, it seems really appealing and it gives us kind of a dopamine hit when we look at our goals, thinking about the day that we might be able to achieve it, but you still haven't done anything to achieve your goal and you still have no idea how to achieve it. You can look at your goals every single day and that's the truth, but that doesn't mean you're more likely of achieving your goals. Goals can be helpful and yes, they provide you with a sense of direction, but then what? Once you've set out a goal, what are you going to do about it? And that's what really matters. If you weren't able to pick up on what I was talking about, creating creating, viewing or analyzing goals for hours on end isn't actually helpful. They can initially help you, but after a while, they're a huge waste of time and they're an active form of procrastination. The funny thing is most of our goals aren't actually achieved. And we sometimes never even get close. A much bigger problem, however, is that when we keep looking at our goals on a daily basis, or we even set out a goal, in our mind, we think about this reality as in we will feel super happy or super accomplished or whatever feeling we hope to achieve after we achieve our goal. The thing is, we do feel happy. We do feel great, but that only lasts for about about a minute or two. The number of times that I've gotten always in my report or I've achieved a good mark on a test or I did something or I achieved a goal that I set out for myself and then in a minute or two, it just didn't feel that different. It's countless. And I'm sure that's the same for you too. There is a better way, however, and there's a way that we can feel more fulfilled, we actually get better and better every single day, and we don't burn out, and we don't quit the competition when we realize that our goals were just delusions in our head, delusions of what we could achieve. Now, that's not meant to be self-deprecating at all, but that's just meant to be a hint into the truth. Goals are great. Goals can be helpful, but they can be extremely dangerous too. They can take your time away from what really matters, which is getting a bit better every single day. Okay, so the better way is actually um, creating habits and creating systems, which basically all combine together to achieve a specific goal. So I know I talked about the fact that goals aren't helpful, but then I'm talking about that. Then I'm talking about the fact that we can achieve our goals. So how did, how exactly does that work? So what you can do is as a team, set out a goal, make it specific, use smart goals, whatever. And then all you want to do is just shove that goal in a closet and just basically forget about it. Forget that that goal even exists, to be honest. So what is a habit or what is a system? Well, systems are basically anything that 
unreliant on our motivation, they're unreliant on our feelings or our moods, and they're basically what we do as a team, what we actually do, not what we think of doing as a team, what we actually do, and that's about it. They're basically what you do as a team, and they're about what you do as a team consistently, day in, day out. For example, um, a system might be working for 30 minutes every single day, or producing one piece of content for your Instagram every single day, or writing one page's text for your enterprise portfolio every single day. Systems like this can be incredibly helpful. Why? Because they aren't reliant on your motivation, like I talked about in my previous podcast. They're a habit. After a while, they do become habits. A good way of thinking about systems is in the format of gears. When all the gears are in the correct position and they're all functioning properly, it can lead to a much greater movement of a specific object. Okay, so developing systems is actually pretty quick and easy, and it doesn't require you to spend hours and hours and hours and hours on, ending, on end analyzing them. Once you develop a system, all you need to do is just basically complete the work. And that's it. You do your work and you get the 1% better every single day. And that compounds over time. You don't have to think about your goal. You don't have to think about doing the work. You just do it. So applying systems to F1 schools can actually be a little bit tricky, at least initially. When we are working on a specific task, it seems that all that we can think of is finishing that task, right? We're never in the moment. We just want to do it as fast as possible. And that's what happens when we set a goal. We just want to achieve specific parts of um, our project in hopes that rushing our project will actually lead us to better results. The reason being is that we're so um, delusional and we're about our work and we keep looking at the goals and we think that we're achieving them in a way, which is super weird. You forget about the actual quality of your work. So how about how how you go about setting up systems completely up to you? However, there are a few considerations you might want to think about and a few points that you might want to think about. So firstly, is your system or your habit reliant on motivation? See, motivation is the same, isn't the same thing as willpower. Motivation is basically anything that it's difficult to do on a daily basis. And um, even if you do it consistently for a couple of weeks, you'll still need some sort of external motivation to complete your work. So... If you need motivation for something, there's probably something wrong. Okay, so the next thing um, for a system, you, you need to see if what you're doing is a clear step-by-step process and it's logical and it makes sense that if you do complete certain steps, you will achieve your goal. Now, basically what that means is as long as you follow through with your specific systems, whether or not achieve your goal, you have high quality work. 
and high quality work that's optimal and the top of your potential, meaning that your work just couldn't be any better for the search, um, for the circumstances you were in and the situations you were in. Okay, so when you're actually um, creating a system and once you've created it, sometimes even just going about completing that daily habit can be incredibly difficult and you you feel like procrastinating right and you feel like you need motivation and this motivation feels like you don't have it and the reason being is that we're told that we get motivation to complete a habit and that's it so in order to complete a habit we need motivation and we have to repeat that process as many times as we need to complete a habit or complete a task For example, if you need to do your homework, you need motivation to do your homework. But that's not exactly how it works. See, motivation works by completing a specific task, by achieving something that we've set out for ourselves. When we complete that task, we get motivation. And that motivation actually allows us to achieve more tasks. And that kind of has this snowball effect and gets bigger and bigger meaning that we can achieve more more, more and more goals. And we can do this by um, breaking down our system into many tasks. For example, if you really need to go overboard on this, if you need to, for example, meditate, or a better example would be if you need to create one whole page for an enterprise portfolio, and that's what you've been assigned. You might want to break that down into small tasks that just don't seem too big to achieve. For example, one task might be just like structuring your page, structuring the different elements, having a look at the rubric, analyzing the rubric, breaking down the rubric, writing the text, drafting it, editing it, submitting it for feedback, then importing it into your portfolio, creating infographics, images, and you kind of see where I'm going with this. And if you want to, you could break each of those each of those things into smaller parts too. Okay, so other factors you need to think about is the amount of time you have on your hand. So it might not be realistic to work 12 hours a day. That, not, that might not be a great system. A better system might be working 20 minutes a day. Now, just working 20 minutes a day is kind of um, looked down upon. 20 minutes a day really isn't that much. But when we really look at the work we're completing, it's really not a whole lot. We have this big goal, of course, and that's what causes us to procrastinate. Deep work is really, really important. Okay. So that now covers up what I want to say about goals and why you need systems and habits. I will give you one example. Um, It's around the New Year's time and when you're watching this, it will be past New Year's. Um, But one thing, one common New Year resolution is to get fit. Okay, that's a goal. Now, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm not a huge fan of these goals because it is very difficult to define. And 
Other goals like SMART goals are also pretty poor too. For example, some people say that they want to get to a specific weight or a specific body body fat or muscle mass. That's great, but what happens once you achieve your goal? Are you just going to go back to where you started? Because statistically, that is what's likely to happen. However, if you create a system or a habit of exercising every single day for 30 minutes, sleeping enough and eating healthy, and you do that for basically as long as you're alive, you're guaranteeing yourself to be fit. Now, you didn't set out a goal. You just, you just complete your system day in, day out. And that's what I want you, that's what I want to leave you on. Habits and systems are super important. Goals aren't bad, but they can become bad and toxic for an affluent schools team very quickly. When we have goals, they're often undefined and goals are often arbitrary too. There's no clear reasoning behind those goals. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening to my second podcast episode about goals. If you like this podcast, you can check out my other work too. Or you can check out my previous podcast episode too. I will be consistently posting in the future, so you can watch out for that. Now I'm just going to summarise what I talked about in this podcast episode. So it basically covers that goals aren't inherently bad, but there's specific parts of goals and specific elements of goals that can create a toxic environment for F1 school students, causing them to burn out or even leave the competition entirely. I talk about systems and habits and how achieving a goal doesn't really feel that great, but completing a system day in, day out, and getting better at your craft can be incredibly inspiring to yourself and can lead to a lot of fulfillment, fulfillment. If you want to check out my other content, you can do so on my Instagram, my YouTube channel, or my website. Thank you so, so much for listening, and I'll be back soon.